Good morning, wonderful and blessed people of God. Bless the Lord this morning for His goodness and His faithfulness. Bless the Lord this morning that He has given us His life. Bless the Lord this morning for His grace, for His grace is nude every morning. His mercy endures forever. Oh, welcome to the voice of grace, the city of transformation, a place where we're helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. We strongly believe that every person that God created has a divine destiny over their lives. And all we need is to just discover and fulfill such destiny. You are called to fulfill in life and not be a failure. No, the enemy will tell you that you are a failure. People will tell you that you are a failure. But I came this morning to remind you that you are not a failure. So don't let that garbage stay in your heart, mind, and soul today. Remove it and say, God created me with a destiny. I am destined. Whatever the destiny, the destiny is, you will have to seek the face of God. For the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Plans not to harm you. So I want you to know that God has a divine destiny over your life. Over your life. You are wonderfully made. You are fearfully made. You are the child of the living God. This morning, as we continue our devotion in the book of Romans. I want to draw your attention to Romans chapter 6 verses 15 to 23. Romans chapter 6 verses 15 to 23. And it reads, and I am reading from the New King James Version. And it says, What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law and under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves? Slaves to obey, 
you are that once slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. Verses 20 to 23. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, what a passage this morning. This morning, I want to quickly remind you. Yesterday, from the same book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 1 to 14, we remind that you delay for Christ or lived in Christ. It is easy to say live for Christ. It is easy to say lived in Christ. But it is not easy for it to just happen. And because of that, Christ Jesus died for you and for me to give us his life. And so when you are baptized in Christ Jesus, you are then uniting with him in his death. You are uniting with him in his burial and in his resurrection. So now that you have this new life, don't let the old man, the old nature, the flesh, has dominion over you. Don't let it take control of you. 
any longer. Don't let it run your life. Don't be a slave any longer to your old man, to your old nature, to your flesh. Don't use your body or members of your body as instruments of unrighteousness. But use your body and members of your body as instruments of righteousness to God. That's what we learned yesterday. This morning, I want to remind you of what Paul is saying. Paul asked a question. Shall we continue to sin? Shall we continue to live in sin since we are no longer under the law, but under grace? Most people use the grace of God as a license to live in sin, as an excuse to live their lives any kind of way they want to live their lives. Because they feel that they are forgiven. So they use that forgiveness of God as excuses to live in sin. And so Paul says, no. Don't use it as an excuse. Don't abuse the grace of God. Don't take advantage of the grace of God. I mean, don't disregard the grace of God. Use the grace of God to even draw closer to Him. So Paul reminds us and I want us to know that whatever thing we choose to serve whatever person we choose to serve we become slave to that thing or to that person most of us may not realize it that we are slaves even to our work most of us don't realize that we are slaves to things the things that runs our lives the things that detach to us the things that moves us whatever it is at one point we were slaves to sin whatever sin said did we did whatever things that sin encouraged us in we ran after we chased after So Paul reminds us. And that's why I'm here this morning to remind us also. Whatever we choose to serve. Whether God. Our emotions. Our feelings. Our dreams. Whatever thing we choose. Be it sin or God. That thing will control us. That thing will shape our lives, our thinking, 
and so on and so forth. Look around the world today and you will see. But I love the fact that Paul said in verse 17, but God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. See, I want you to remember that obedient from the heart. God is the only one who can change our hearts. We cannot change our own hearts. But God can change our hearts. So Paul reminds us over and over, you are free from sin. You are free from the guilt. You are free from the dominion of sin. You're free. The power of sin have been removed by Christ. So it is now your turn to be slaves of righteousness. Every aspect of our lives is used in service to God. You can either serve something or you can serve someone. Use your freedom to serve God. Use your freedom to serve others. Use your freedom to serve with others. Use your freedom. Use your freedom. I want to close with these words to you and I today because most of us misunderstand the word freedom. We think when we are free, it means we can just do whatever we want. But in reality, your freedom, you can use your freedom to infringe on other person's freedom too. So our spiritual freedom, let's use it to serve one another. Lives lived and respond to the gospel. Always seek to serve God and others. One who always serves a sin has no desire to serve God or pays attention to God's will. That's why Paul said, all that you did in the flesh, in your sinfulness, what did it bring you? What was the fruit? The fruit of that is shame. But thanks be to God that he took away all of our shames And give us this freedom, this redemption, this salvation. So I'd rather be a slave of God. I'd rather be a slave to God 
to, to be a slave to my flesh, to, to be a slave to my mind, to, to be a slave to my emotions, my feelings, to, to be a slave to my own flesh. I'd encourage us this morning. You see, when you give your life completely, your lives are devoted to God. You always yield to the Holy Spirit. You always yield to holy results. So I'd encourage us as I close. Although many people consider freedom to be their human rights, no one is truly free spiritually. We were slaves to sin and bound to death. But Jesus Christ came to serve us by giving his life on the cross and rising for us. So now that you are free from sin, serve God. Serve others. Serve on behalf of God and served with others. You are free. You are free. Use your freedom to help others. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. God bless you.